Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. The Raiders take on the Colts this Sunday. This might be one of the easiest bets to me. Hmm. To me, it's one of the easiest bets. Colts favored by seven in this one, 44 and a half. Is, Wait, the is that true? I saw it at six and a half earlier. No, I'm looking at it right now. The King oh Sportsbook. The only sportsbook. Seven point favorite. You can always buy a six and a half. The total is 44 and a half. Or I can wait for it to go down a little bit. And uh, yeah, on the money line, the Colts minus 300. The Raiders plus 250. Easiest bet. Yeah. So go ahead. To me, no Carson Wentz. I don't care. Sam Ellinger, Sam Smellinger. Like, I actually think Carson Wentz will probably play because of the new COVID protocols. Like, all he has to do is test and one more negative. I was reading this today. There's a there is a likelihood that he could play. Uh it's the Jonathan Taylor show moving forward. Like he might be if the league was a fair and just place. I think Jonathan Taylor is what makes this thing go and he is the engine of the team. I'm not trying to slander Aaron Rodgers, but he did just win it last year. Like I don't know if that's it's fair to give this man the MVP two years in a row. Prop bettors are getting rich on just blindly taking nothing but Jonathan Taylor props. Uh, I hope I don't mush mush them, but it doesn't matter if it's 100 yards, 105 yards, 107 yards. Like, Jonathan Taylor just continues to deliver. No matter how high they set the line, he just blows right by it. This team is also winning on its defense. They are an elite defense. They are leading the league in takeaways. Andrew Sandejo is questionable. Two other safeties are out. I don't care. Darius Leonard is coming back as is Zach Pascal. Uh, And then, like, okay, Raiders, they are number one at giveaways in the league since week nine. Do you think that the Colts know that? Of course they do. Most opportunistic defense in the NFL. I think even without Wentz, the Colts should beat the hell out of the Raiders. They're at home. They're most likely going to get Carson Wentz back. That's what they say. That's what the the things that I read is says. Is that it? That's what they said. I don't know, but even with that, even with Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, I think Ellinger, I think that he can navigate this offense effectively. They just like the only reason that the Raiders uh, run defense the last couple of weeks has been okay is because they've only had uh, seventy nine. Uh, they only had the Broncos last week. They had like ten yards because it was Drew Locke. Like they're giving up seventy nine quote unquote a game in the last three weeks, but that's just because of one. Really good week, but that's all skewed by, oh, terrible, terrible quarterback and Drew Locke, which should make you feel even better about your Chargers bet, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. So the play is Colts minus six and a half. I took it earlier today at six and a half. It moves moves to seven, but I would probably take it at seven and just buy the half a point. But they could, they, I think they could actually win by like multiple touchdowns. All right. Well, this is the, that show bet moment in time where we're on the opposite side. Now, if Carson Wentz does not play, I'm sorry, but you couldn't even say the quarterback's name right. Not that that matters, because that only buys into the fact that nobody knows the guy. Texas quarterback. Who cares about Sam Ellinger? That's the point. If he has to start, I'm off. I'm sorry. If Carson Wentz does come back and play, great. Good job for Sammy in getting back on the bench and Carson Wentz back. But no, without Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, not saying that he's the motor that or the engine that powers this team because it's clearly Jonathan Taylor. But looking at the Raiders team and this Raider team, they just need it more. Like they do. These Raiders, these Raiders still have a chance to do something if you believe in that. And uh, they can go out here and fight like a seven point spread. They don't even have to win the game. But I don't know if they're a, if they're a seven point 
seven points worse than the Colts with all the injuries and guys that they have in protocol. Now, I think the Raiders do have some guys that are in protocol that they're getting back, but they're more desperate. I feel like motivation is the key to this game as well. Like, now, maybe if you if you really, really, truly like the Raiders in this spot, maybe you do hold out and wait and hope that this new protocol does work in favor of Carson Wentz and he does come back and that number does go to a double-digit spread, which it probably should have been um, if Carson Wentz was not in this protocol at all. Um, but also, the Colts are not the, the – the the Carson Wentz issue is not the only issue they do have. They are missing offensive linemen. Quentin Nelson, Mark Glowinski, Braden Smith, those are all guys on the COVID list. Their entire starting five on the offensive line. They are either out or questionable. Ryan Kelly is out for personal reasons. Like, not only is Wentz not there, but the offensive line that, I'm not saying they make Jonathan Taylor, but they are a huge reason as to why Jonathan Taylor has had success. They're out against a desperate Raiders team, or could be out. Some of those guys could come back, but still, there's a chance that they have an extremely hampered front five, front four. Uh, they act, they activated uh, Quentin Nelson from COVID. He's playing. Yeah, so they have other guys like Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly, a lot of guys, all five of those guys are either out or questionable. So, I like them covering the number at seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. If not, it's cool. If those guys do come back, I'll take a double-digit spread with the more desperate team against this Colts uh, team from top to bottom. There you go. That's all I have. Yes and no for me, dog. I think the Colts are just just a better team. That's fine. I mean, I'm, uh, not, I'm not arguing that the yeah. Colts are not the better team. Yeah. Everybody, anybody's arguing that the Colts are not the better team than the, the Raiders are probably Raiders Liars. fans or delusional. Like, nobody's arguing that. But if I can get a touchdown with the team that's more desperate against a banged-up team on both sides of the of the field with guys who are, like, we're holding on to a whim that maybe Carson Wentz comes back and a lot of these other guys come back and clear a protocol, which is a virus that we don't even know how it works in its entirety. Like, I, I'll just take the desperate team instead of waiting and, and just hoping that I get this number with a team that doesn't have guys who are activated yet. So give me the Raiders. What would you do with the total? Oh, I mean, the Raiders also are a team that can literally, literally light up the scoreboard. So I'd probably stay away from this game, but I would I would mm, lean the over. I would lean the over. It's low, and I really do think the Raiders aren't done. That's that's how I feel. I don't think they're necessarily done. They're still fighting for their lives. I don't think they necessarily are out on each other. Like, Derek, if I can get a full touchdown or more with Derek Carr, like he's not some scrub quarterback. Like, this guy can – he throws a billion times a game. He has weapons that are still capable of catching those passes. They have a lot of weapons that the, this Raiders team does. Like, I feel like if the Raiders didn't have not one, but two, like, once-in-a-lifetime debacles in their organization from player and coach, they would be in the midst of a, a, a tremendously tight playoff race um, right now as we head into these later uh, weeks of the season. Like, that team is so talented. And they have a – I think Max Crosby is – I think he's playing in this game as well, like, no, I like I like the Raiders if I'm getting this many points. I think the thing that's also like we're missing is how many players are out for the Raiders. Yeah, that's what I said. I said Co- like yeah. two minutes ago they have a lot yeah. of guys out too. Carl Nassib, uh, Jordan Simmons, Darren Waller still not coming back. He had a hip Waller injury. Waller hasn't been. Yeah, he had a hip injury. Uh, now he was on now he was on hip injury and now he's on the COVID list. Uh, Casey Hayward, you've got Denzel Perriman as well. Nobody else that really matters. KJ Wright as well. So yeah, I mean these are like. If I'm correct, Casey Hayward, okay, yeah. he. I mean, he gave me two tackles. Like, Casey Hayward hasn't been the Casey Hayward that we've known since, like, from 2012, and he's 32 years old. Like, he's not really doing anything moving the needle either. So, I don't know. I feel like there, there are more – there are tougher guys that are – more important guys right now that are uh, have a key to the success of what the Colts do that are out or possibly out opposed to a team that 
the Raiders do have guys who are not as significant that are going on the COVID list. I think they're also more desperate. Back against the wall, give me that Raiders team. And not a shootout, though. I don't want to say it's a shootout. Because also, if you don't have Car- – like Carson Wentz, he, the reason why he works in Indianapolis is because he's not asked to do what he had to do in Philadelphia every single play of the game. Like, he doesn't have to be the superhero. You have Jonathan Taylor. But he still has flashes of moments where he can do it and on a limited in a limited sample size. But if I'm not getting that and I I can truly stack the box and force Sammy to to beat us, like by all means, please, Sam Ellinger, please, please beat us. Um and beat us by a touchdown or more. No. That that's a tall task. It's a tall task. Bro, it's not and it's also like when I'm looking at Jonathan Terrell, like he's excellent. But if I have no threat of a pass, like that's what's made this Raiders team so crazy. I mean, this Colts team so crazy. If I have zero threat of passing ability, then I can truly just stack the box. Yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know about this set at all. At all, I think like it was Zach Pascal coming back, Michael Pittman in the mix. I think the thing that makes Carson Wentz dangerous is the same thing that makes Carson Wentz a danger to his team, which is that sometimes he gets a little too high on himself. Sometimes he doesn't manage the game. Sometimes he does throw in double coverage. Sometimes he does make the like risky play because he knows he's that good. Sam Ellinger, he knows that he's just got to be a game manager. He knows that he just has to like check down. I think that you've got guys coming back. Like If Quentin Nelson's there, I think that this team's fine. Uh, without Quentin Nelson, I'm definitely I mean, more shaky. Carson Wentz still had he still challenges defenses with like pristine accuracy, For sure. like with a down like a downfield ball that's when it's hitting is like second to very few quarterbacks. Like I don't like we've taught we've actually joked about the turnovers and the wonkiness of uh, Carson Wentz all year long. But the fact is, he's not even turned the ball over as much as he did. Like he's had some uh, moments where he's thrown the ball left handed, but. Some of those didn't even result in interception. They were just like, why is Carson Wentz throwing the ball with his left hand? So he hasn't even had to step out on himself this year. Like, he, that threat that he can still put passes on the money 60 yards down the field, that's something that you can't just replace. Like, oh, Sam just can come in here and dink and dunk, and it has the same effect because it doesn't. If you don't have a quarterback that can push the ball 50 yards down the field and a flick of the wrist and also be as mobile and elusive as Carson Wentz, then I can bring my safeties up way closer to the line of scrimmage and hang around in the box. I can go more man coverage. I can go more cover one and bring more, bring another guy in the box that can blitz off the outside. I don't have to do that against Sam. I can't do that against Carson Wentz. I can do that against Sam Ellinger. Like it, it's it's different. Carson Wentz is like playing really good football this year. He is crazy. He has benefited from a lot of luck of not turning the ball over as much as he used to, but he has still been more than competent this year. And I can't just pass off what he's doing as the okay, well. Uh, Quinn Mayo can get back there basically and play quarterback and still have the same effect because I'm just going to throw the ball two yards behind the line of scrimmage every time and then hand it off to Jonathan Taylor against a desperate team that has more healthy bodies. Yeah, I think for me, too, the thing that even with Sam Ellinger, I think the Colts are going to be able to rely on their defense. You got the Raiders with 19 giveaways, the most since week nine. Like the Colts being opportunistic even against offenses that don't turn the ball over. Like typically, like they're forcing turnovers. Oakland is shooting themselves, or Las Vegas is shooting themselves in the foot every other moment since week nine for the last seven weeks now, eight weeks now. Uh, I can't remember when their bye week was, so I'm not sure what the math is, math school is on that. Like, that doesn't, that spells trouble for this Raiders team. Like, I think that the Colts can be able to, like, have defensive touchdowns, even if it's, you know, not them clicking on offense. So uh, I probably would stay away from the total. 
Um, I'm definitely going to take uh, – I already took the Colts, actually, plus six and a half. All right, we got a show bet. Got a I, show bet. I would love – I'm taking them at the seven, seven and a half. It'll probably get up higher than that. If Carson Wentz come back, I'm probably off of it. But with Sam, I think anything is possible. Also, the players that missed practice today, Jack Doyle, Andrew Sadejo, and Eric Fisher. That's the tackle. That's the starting safety, and that's Jack Doyle, of course, the tight end. So we will see – how that and that's also that's what it is now with the NFL. A lot of guys are out due to COVID. It's hard to handicap, especially now we're seeing more backup quarterbacks than we've ever seen before. Let alone seeing them against desperate teams in Week 17 of the NFL against teams that have something to play for.